Hi, welcome back. Um, been better be here. Uh, really happy to have Caleb T. Jones on this episode. It's episode number six. Been better be hangs out with Caleb T. Jones. He's really funny. He's an accomplished comedian. He makes films. He's does jujitsu. He teaches martial arts. He's my friend. I've known him a long time. We've done a lot of shows together. He's really funny. Um, we talk about <laughs> some probably, uh, We'll probably talk about some stuff that's going to get us into trouble. Uh, I'm having a good week. Um, yeah, before I get into Caleb, I'm having a pretty good week. Uh, you know, we had a little bit of, um, you know, I'm having a good week. I'm being positive. Everything's okay. Everything's good. Like, if you're going in through anything, I got words of wisdom for you. Uh, if someone's mean to you, just uh, put your, uh, move your truck. And uh, get back to work. That's, uh, that's a quote from Marlon Marlon Franklin. Uh, he's a like a YouTuber or something. But the, the quote holds: If someone's mean to you, you know, just just move your truck and keep working. Unless they're unless they're mean to you in front of other people, you know, then you got to do something about it. Then you gotta you gotta uh, pop back. Yeah, you gotta pop them back. So <laughs> little, little pop pop. You know. And then, um, then they'll fucking move on to somebody else and they'll bother someone else. Uh, just remember that about bullies. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, I've, yeah, there's an audio issue with this episode because, uh, Caleb, uh, I think the way he was sitting, he was like relaxed, laying, leaned back and sitting. And I think he was, uh, Occasionally you'll hear this boop, 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 and that was him uh, tapping his fingers on the mic stand because uh, I'm using my travel mic stands while I'm in Saigon, and our old mic stands had these like uh, special holders, so you could tap the mic stand. It wouldn't be a big deal, um, and that's my bad. Uh, not his. It's my bad. I, I wasn't listening to uh, the live feed. I was just kind of hanging out and talking with him, so sorry about that. You know, it's really good you guys are listening to these episodes. The, the, the average, uh, uh, I got like over a hundred, uh, listens to every episode. Really excited about that. And, um, you know, just don't, this is number six. So I know that'll go up to, uh, maybe like 110, 120. Um, you know, Dutch people are the tallest people on the planet. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't written a joke about them yet. <laughs> just, just one guy out there really, really angry about that. <laughs> Sorry about the audio quality. Uh, we talk about uh, the difference between white people and black people at the bar, stand-up comedy, uh, Metaclown of the zoo. We also uh, talk about a long story about a really close uh, friend of mine uh, who I'm, I hope to have on the podcast soon. Uh, he he was on some of the trial versions uh, last year, um, but now we're doing it for real. We get into that some topical stuff, uh, that that whole Louis C.K. thing. They someone leaked one of his sets, and uh, you know K- K- Caleb and I are just trying to figure out how to be friends with everybody, which is hard. It's hard to be friends with everybody, especially if you're in like a small kind of scene or you know. You know, if you work at like a big company or 
you go to a big school, everybody can find somebody to hang out with, you know. But if you're kind of in like a small town or a small company, you know, it can be it can be kind of stressful sometimes, you know. So like, if you know, you ever feel like you need a friend or something, just just honestly go to like a local comedy show and uh, go up to the one of the comedians that you liked and just be like, oh, I liked uh, liked your comedy, and they'll be like, really? And they're like, yeah. And then, I mean, not a big show, but like like a like a small show, if you're looking for friends, and then and just tell them uh, you like their comedy, and then uh, pretty sure you're gonna make a friend. <laughs> you'll have you'll at least have fun that night. Um, I got a bunch of shows coming up. We have a big show on Thursday, uh, January 24th. That's coming up this Thursday. Uh, today is Tuesday. I've been we've been working really hard on it. We just it's like ah oh, sucks because I mean I'm happy for Vietnam because they're they're in some the finals of some football tournament. They're going to be playing the nation of Japan or something. I just got a text from somebody and the the the, the day for that game is Thursday. Might hurt the turnout for the show, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna do our best and we're gonna put on a big one. Oh, and I got a big announcement coming up. Um, after the Lunar New Year that I'll let you guys know about the Lunar New Year is coming up. It's in next week. Um, but yeah, after the show, I'm gonna head back up to Delot, and then uh, I got a, uh, I have two big projects I can't wait to tell you guys about. Enjoy this episode of uh, uh, me and Caleb T. Jones. I love you guys. Thank you so much for for listening. Uh, keep keep the feedback coming. Keeps keeps the podcast alive. All right, see you later. Bye. We're back. Welcome back. So, man, happy New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's. Is it New Year's or New Year's Eve? New Year's and I always Eve. Get, I always get those confused. Am I up on the mic enough? It's fine. Uh, yeah, no, I'm picking it up. I've actually learned that you can do a lot with just the volume. <laughs> you can just turn up the volume. <laughs> you just keep it super low. I mean, it sounds sweeter. When you're up on it? When you get up on it, yeah. Okay. It only took a year to figure that out, right? Two years. I could have taken like an online three years maybe. Could take an online course, solve myself a lot of save myself a lot of problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But thanks for doing all that. <laughs> yeah, so the the trick here is to just uh fuck. Uh turn the get some decent mics, turn the sensitivity way down and you're done. Sorry, I'm moving. My knee hurts, man. That's all right. How was you been training? Yeah. Yeah. You know, beat up. I got your water. You want a bottle of water? Please. Thank you. I got like uh I've been doing these fucking podcasts all day. Yeah. You were right. <laughs> I'm like getting burned out. <laughs> but I think it's because I've been drinking a lot of beer. Well, yeah, that's, that's I, I always remember that advice. First time I performed, you were talking about like, because you're so nervous how much you should drink. And you said, drink, chug two beers like within 30 minutes of going on. Yeah. And not to do it too soon because then you kind of blow your load. Yeah. That's good advice. I always accepted that. Although now instead of like, I'll drink like four or five before I go on. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, Caleb. Caleb T. Jones. Guys, we're here with Caleb T. Jones. Um, noted uh, writer, actor, producer, director, and comedian. Wow. Did I miss any? No. Jiu-jitsu-er. Jiu-jitsu-er, yeah. <laughs> you sounds pretty bad. Are you comfortable? Yeah, yeah, everything but my knee. I mean, do you need to like sit? I can get a I black chair. Old, and this what you feel like all the time? <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm all right. Just my knee. When I just eat tuna fish and work out every day, I don't have any 
pain. What? <laughs> yeah. If I just eat tuna fish and, and work out every day, then I have no aches and pains. Are you drinking a lot of water? During? You mean with the tuna fish? Yeah. No, like I read a thing. This guy like ate like the rock and worked out like the rock. And he was in his late thirties. He was like 38. And he was like, it was weird. Cause like my aches and pains went away. And I tried that. And yeah. Like when you get older, you kind of get like aches and pains. Yeah. But if you're working out every day and eat lots of meat, the pain goes away. That's interesting. Yeah. But I've also noticed that, you know, like when you, if there's a day I focus on my diet about what I'm eating. Yeah. I also focus about what I'm drinking. So I'm usually drinking a lot of water at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, maybe water would be good. I I I drink a little too much alcohol. Is that okay? Yeah, it's fine with me. Does it sound good? You're gonna be fine. Kind of blocking my fucking face. Well, if you're gonna be talking to me, <laughs> you don't look at me when you talk to me. <laughs> oh man, Sam was good. I had Sam on, and uh, Wheelay was, you know, Wheelay a little boring. <laughs> He's so passive, man. Like I would try to get him to talk about stuff, and he'd talk about it for a second, and then he would stop and think about like the consequences of what he was saying or he would just try to be too diplomatic. But you told him you would edit anything out, right? That he wanted. I did. And then when we got finished and he's like, you should edit that down. And I was like, can you be specific? And he was like, just the parts that aren't interesting. And I was like, well, I got to <laughs> post something. <laughs> Jesus. <man. laughs> no. Well, it's, a, it's the third time with him, man. It's like, I can't, I know he he's way better than the first time. Mm-hmm. He was not Mike shy this time, which he was the but, first time. But also about who is he hanging out with? Yeah, I'm probably the only person he speaks English to. Yeah. No, no, I love we. That's yeah, it's, it's just yeah, he's he hasn't figured this medium out yet. Yeah. That's all it is. I, but he will be good at it. It's have you pushed time. him to start his own podcast? I have, man. I'm pushing him. Uh I really want him to. He's thinking about it. He said he's gonna start doing like YouTube videos and stuff. Uh, I'm probably going to be setting up a studio with a friend of mine. At his yes. House. Yeah. Uh, so if Wheelay is interested, I mean, he can have him come down. Yeah. Yeah. Get him some time on the studio. Are you, what are you going to, you going to set up like a nice little podcast studio? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's Who are you doing that with? Uh, uh, I don't want to say the name. Yeah, you got to save the plugs till the end of the podcast or you look sleazy. Well, I don't know if he wants a name out there yet. All right. Well, we'll, we'll plug that at the I'll end tell you, of the I, podcast. I, off mic. Off mic. Yeah. We've got our off mic mysteries going now. Yeah. Caleb knows how this works. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, that's how it works, man. You get them a little. I've noticed you say, you say "Oh, off mic, off mic," and then people are like, "Oh, what are they going to say?" <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a component. The mystery. I look forward to figuring out that mystery. What are we doing tonight? We're going to get drunk. I still have a cold, man. Like all of my podcasts, I've had a cold because all this month I've had a bad cold. Because I'll go on antibiotics for like two days, and then I'm like, "Oh, I got a drink," and then I'll go off. While I'm drinking, because I don't want to die. Why are you drinking so much? Just because, like, well, I mean, I know it's the holidays, but short of that, I mean, it, I'm getting over the divorce. Is it your depression? Yeah, I'm getting over the divorce. <laughs> what a loser! <laughs> Just up and a lot, like drinking. Dude, to, like you can't. You, I've been experimenting with drinking and not drinking. Yeah. So I, I went, have too. <laughs> I went. I mean, recently, in my whole life again. Yeah. Uh, two weeks I went I took like a two week break of not drinking yeah and so performing sober and all that yeah and uh, I I don't think there's much of a difference for me stronger orgasms not anymore I wish <laughs> oh if you started when you get older your orgasms get weaker really oh dude when you're like 16 you have an orgasm you're like rolling around on the floor oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> you get 37, it just like, you know, just kind of falls out of you. It's like shitting from your dick, but less pleasurable. Where do they get that? Where, where did you read that study? Is it not just because you're with the same woman? Uh, yeah, I get, no, I mean, like, um, there's things I can do to make my orgasm stronger. I don't want to know. I really don't want to <laughs> go into that. I'll save that for when late part two. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a great Did one. Did you listen to that? Did you listen? I listened to part of it. Part of it? Okay. That was no, he didn't listen. No, I, to- <laughs> I skipped around. Like a oh, book, fuck. Like a book. You couldn't even make it an hour? God. And you know both of us. Like, how bad must my podcast no, be? No, because you asked him about, you're talking about a story that I've already heard several times. You know, it's funny. We got drunk at the end and we never even finished the story. <laughs> See, I didn't know that. Because <laughs> I, oh, I had to go down and that, that girl, I think I already talked about this. Some girl, you know her. Okay. Yeah. The girl we were talking about before we came up here. Uh-huh. She, uh, she had to make out with some guy in front of me. So she, of course she had to invite me down so that I would be there for her to make out with some guy in front of me. Wait, when, when was there? Yeah. When oh, was, he was telling me the story, dude. Oh, oh did, fuck. <laughs> did he tell you what happened? Dude, that was fucked up. For real? That was her boyfriend? No, dude. What? No. Like, there's just some guy. Like, we, she goes, come down here, hurry. So we come down there. But like two minutes before we got there, uh, uh, you know, she had, uh, sat down, like she got bored and sat down at this other table. And, uh, this like Spanish guy, uh, was just, dude, he was such a douche. He was like wearing a, a Vietnamese flag as like a cape or something. Oh, as a cape? Yeah. I mean, anyone who wears a cape is a dickhead. Yeah, dude, automatic douche. And I was, and she started flirting with him and she said, he started flirting with her and it got a little heavy. And I was like, I can't handle this, you know, cause we'd just broken up like three days before. Right. What you, y'all had broken up. Which girl is this? She broke up with me like three times. I actually, no, she, she broke up with me once. And then like, she just was like, look, I just want to, she wanted to use me for sex and I couldn't handle it. <laughs> right. I just emotionally couldn't, I couldn't handle the booty calls, the late night booty calls. Yeah. <laughs> She's crying on your pillow. Yeah. I just want someone to love me. And so, uh, so I was like, this isn't going to work. You know, so we try to be friends. But apparently us being friends means two days of after we try to be friends, uh, I got to watch her make out with some guy in public. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> and so. Uh, I mean, that's weird to do with like, like I, I want to do that in front of my guy friends. I want to make out with my girlfriend in front of my dude friends. I mean, if we were all super drunk, we were at a bar, yeah, and maybe you're having like you're celebrating something, like you had a good show, and you're having like a good time. With, like if I started making out with V, I don't think you'd care. You might go to another, ta- you'd go to another table yeah. or something. Uh, but you know V, you know me, you know. But like her and I just <laughs> started to be friends, you know, for like a couple of days. Yeah, I was processing that, and then I was like, Ugh. and I was like, when can we get the fuck out of here? And he was like, now, because he. But- ca- because the Spanish guy's dad was there, and Lynn was trying to fuck that guy. Oh, what? Wait, so the Spanish dude, he was making out in front of his father? And his mother. And his mother? His parents were there. And Wynn was, like, trying to get with... I'm, I'm sitting at a fucking table. There are literally... This is the night that Vietnam won that soccer tournament. There are actual fireworks. <laughs> Nguyen is trying to get with some 65-year-old Spanish dude. In front of his wife. In front of his wife. <laughs> And then the girl that, that that broke my heart two days before is making out with their son. 
<laughs> and I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah. That, that's uh dude, if you like pitch that for a sitcom, I'm like, it's too much. It's too <laughs> that, much. It's, it's unbelievable. What happens? <laughs> yeah. No. Don't believe it. It's just not logical. Anyway. Uh so eventually the uh <laughs> the guy the guy's dad, the guy's mom told Gwen to back off her husband. Yeah. Was she serious or was it? No, she was like, You need to stop uh, trying to get with my husband. Yeah. And then I was like, all right. <laughs> and then he tried to get with the Spanish guy. And the Spanish, you know, Spanish guys, you know. And so I was like, yeah. Cause I was helping the Spanish guy with like punch Nguyen so I could just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> so then the rest of the night I just sat there drinking shots of tequila, getting angrier and angrier, waiting for him to do something to Nguyen. But eventually he was real nice to Nguyen. He was like, look, I'm not gay and I'm going to go take this other girl home and fuck her. Okay. I'm sorry. And Gwen was like, mm, okay. Did did he know that you and the girl had already? Nah, he had no idea. He what? Was, he you was, didn't bring that up in the conversation? Me or him? I would have brought that up for sure. I'm uh, petty, I guess. <laughs> no, but then Gwen followed the guy in the bathroom one final time. And then yeah. he came back and told me that the guy's uh, g- g- penis is smaller than mine. And so I was like, okay. And then I felt good about the whole thing. It's funny that he knows that. Oh, yeah, Gwen knows all of our penises. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he set up cameras at Penguin. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. Oh man, the life of the life of us. Uh, but I'm doing better about the whole thing uh, now. Good. I blocked her on Facebook, banned her from my page. Right. Um, because she kept saying mean things to me, man. Yeah, it's funny because I remember you saying that like she she was just being really nice to you and that you needed that. That was a wonderful thing for you. And then did a total 180, man. Yeah. And then 360, and then 180, then 360, then 180. It was a fucking roller coaster. But it was that was actually, I think, the best thing for me. Because when I was like, wait, your drama, I just, I got out of drama. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> and, like, it was good for me to, like, be like, no. I like how you're talking like a kid when he's like, it's like basic <laughs> Oh no, that was little baby Ben to yeah. his mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, I'm, I'm gonna air this. I'm gonna air this one before the others. Just, just going up first. This is the best one I've done today. Yeah, fuck <laughs> well, yeah. I think you're getting a lot out, man. Oh man, no, I just didn't. I, I didn't have any comedians to talk to. You know, I still, I still feel weird, weird about that word, comedian. Yeah, because I'd, I, I'd like to tell everyone like I'm an open micer or an amateur comedian at most. But uh, because most people, if I say stand-up comedian, they don't know what the hell that is. I mean, if, if I say open micro, they don't know what that is. Yeah. So I say comedian. And then it gets weird. And then they're always like, you know, tell me a joke. And it's worse when a girl does it, especially if it's one you're attracted to. It's like, oh, yeah, give me a line. Oh, man. You know, okay. See, okay, this is the thing, is if someone... If if you ask someone what they do and they're like, I'm in sales, you wouldn't sell me. <laughs> sell me something. You wouldn't automatically assume that they're in charge of like million dollar accounts. Right. But you tell someone you're like, oh, I'm a comedian, they just automatically go to like, Are you in H- are you on HBO? Yeah, where's your special? <laughs> yeah, where's your special? And then if you you're like, Well, I don't have that, then then they're like, mm, you're not a comedian. Yeah, I just, I was just happy when you Google my name, I finally come up. Oh yeah. I'm like third. But I'll take it. 
I mean, I was never going to get my, my, I, that's why I have a stage name. A lot of people have stage names. Man. Yeah. Most of them. Most yeah. of them have stage names. I have a stage name, sort of. Well, you had the T. Yeah, yeah I had the T because I didn't go to college. Wait, did you add the T for the Google? I had it just because I don't, because I was making a page. No, no. I mean, did you? I bet if you Google Caleb T. Jones, you're number one, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I'm going to do so. that right fucking now. Yeah, but your phone might be. Oh, because I'm. Yeah, but still go ahead. See what, see what happens. Is there a way to. Yeah, I'll do incognito. There is, but I don't know how. And probably I did. Much time. I, I got it. Incognito, Caleb <laughs> T. Jones. Okay. Uh, I've been watching porn on my phone on Twitter. Yeah, man. You can, there's a, you know, Brazzers or Bra, how do you pronounce that? Brazzers? I don't know. It's the B-R-A-Z-Z-E-R-S company. It's like Brazzers. They got a Twitter account called Brazzers Vids. Yeah. And it's like the two minute promos for all their porn vids. Yeah. It's like porn on Twitter, man. Well, that's cool, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel bad for you though. You're, you're, you're number you're, one. You're, you're number one. Into a small Caleb screen. T. Jones, it says, uh, I guess it makes your dick look bigger. Watch on your phone. <laughs> Yeah. No, I jack off in front of a mirror. <laughs> You're number one, definitely. A video uh, at a table comes up. What's that joke? I, 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 you know, sometimes I'm a man. I can admit when I'm cry. Sometimes I cry, but only when I masturbate. Oh, that's pretty good. Dude, you, you're definitely number one here for Caleb T. Jones. That's good. But Caleb, but Caleb Jones. Jones. Yeah, Caleb Landry Jones. Yeah. Caleb, uh, this actor named He's Caleb on that Jones. page. Caleb. And then there's a, a, a Hockey player, Caleb. Yeah. But Caleb T. Jones. They look like nice dudes. They're around my age. Handsome. Motherfuckers. Joneses. I mean, Caleb Jones. That's not an easy name to get SEO for. No. And it's it's, it's a little generic. Yeah. Better be not bad. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm, I'm Better worried. Better not be. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you worried that people won't know how to spell it when you say it? Uh, I Yeah. Um, to be honest with you though, it's getting pretty good. Like even people from out of town, they, as soon as they type in B E N space B E T T E R. Yeah. B Y comes up. So, I mean, that means something, I guess. Yeah. When you say, it, do you emphasize the T's or do you say it like with the American ben accent? Better be. Better with like. Better. Like, yeah. Like butter. You don't say better be. I do the full cockney glottal stop. Ben better oh, be. <laughs> English teacher, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been working on that uh that voice, man. I'm still doing it. I was doing it like all day yesterday. Your Callie slash Cat Williams? Yeah, my uh Valley Girl Cat Williams. It's like coming together. Yeah, you're right. It just, just sounds like an angry black woman. Well, when you do your Cat Williams, your straight yeah. Cat Williams, which it doesn't even sound like Cat Williams because you're I think your your voices are too different. He's a little high. Yeah. Yeah. Coming up on you, motherfucker. <laughs> it, no, but he goes way up. He's like, motherfucker. <laughs> motherfucker, you know, I can see you. Yeah. It's on your nose. <laughs> Dude, that is, people ask me my favorite. I'm like, he's the one who got me into comedy. Because I remember watching that with my family, Cat Williams Pimp Chronicles. <laughs> really? You watched it? Yeah. I was, I was like in middle school. Oh, my God. And I watched, I on watched your, it. On your grandfather's knee, watching Cat Williams. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, watching my brothers laugh as hard as they did. Cause he, when he, he's got that bit where he talks about white people. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> yeah, which one? <laughs> one of his bits about, uh, like what do, like white people don't care about what they drink. They only care about what they said when they left the house. It's like tonight we're getting fucked up. Uh. And that was a hundred percent true about my brothers and I. 
Because that was all. And then, like, black people are like, we, we're going to drink some Cristal, like their brand name. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there's some sad, like, there's something sad behind that. It's like the, it's because they're like a minority and like, like they kind of have like a distinct culture that like they're proud of the, like some brands target them. Ah. Uh. And they're like proud of that. Like, like, they, like, and they feel comfortable yeah, with Yeah, but rednecks are the same. I drink bush. Yeah. yeah, yeah drink same bush. with rednecks. Yeah. Um, maybe it's more of a choice though for those rednecks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like Cavassier and like the, the, there are, there are like when I worked in bars. Yeah. Like black people smoke menthol and then white, white people don't <laughs> and black people, they would order different drinks. So you could kind of guess based on. Yeah, I mean, you just like you don't take long to realize that black people and white people order different drinks. Like black people order a lot of brand name stuff, right? And you know, you'll get rich white people will order brand name, but then like poor white people will just be like, well, <laughs> you know, what? Do you, what? Do you, what's the cheapest? What are your specials? Yeah, 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 yeah. Some some poor white people stuff. There. John Mulaney's got that great bit about uh, quarter shot night. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah. What is it? Shots? Is it shots of? Shots of something. Yeah, it doesn't even. <laughs> I'm like vomiting in my mouth right now thinking about it. Yeah. N- or no, it's nickel shot night. As well. <laughs> and it's just about how people would go to that and die. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was telling that story. Uh, it's, apparently, Sam was there that night. We were at Pew Pew when I blacked out and performed. Yeah, I was there. I recorded you. I know, but I didn't know Sam was there until today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just, I only thought it was you and me. Yeah, that, dude, that was I have fucking... no memory of that night except for that have you, have you talked about that on the podcast? I just did with Sam, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah that would have been a good story. Let's find a, Let's find another one. We'll ease into another one later. Uh, we're still on my wife's, ex-wife's bed. <laughs> what do you think of her? Uh, she calls this the sex room. <laughs> dude, I'm sitting on the bed. Yeah, you're not a lo- I'm sure other guys have too. Yeah. <laughs> Ronette was complaining off mic. She was like, uh, you know, uh, I, I was really worried until I found you, uh, uh, cause of these posts until like a couple of days ago when I found out you guys were divorced until the podcast. Uh-huh. Ronette, cause she was like posting things about being horny and looking for a boyfriend. And like Ronette was just sitting there going, Oh, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of swingers. That's all. That's it. Yeah. But apparently V only posts that stuff in Vietnamese because V doesn't know. That when those posts come up in our feed, you Facebook see it translate. translates. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't, I'm not even going to tell V. <laughs> <laughs> she thinks she's being all sneaky and only Vietnamese people are seeing that shit. Yeah, you can translate that easy. What? You can translate that easy though. Even I mean, if posting Vietnamese, man, it's not. She's not, she's not stupid. She knows most people aren't going to cut and paste to find out what she fucking said. I, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't care, but sometimes when I do care, I do that shit all the time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like today, I was writing those jokes Vietnamese, but I can't really, it's hard for me to write Vietnamese. So I have to write it in English, especially the jokes. And then I have a friend to help me translate it. Yeah. And dude, it's like, I think I lost half the jokes I wrote. Just to try, trying to figure out how to translate yeah. them? Yeah. They just don't mesh. Wheelay told me it doesn't work. He said, you cannot take a joke that's funny in English and have it be funny in Vietnamese. Well, he's him and I'm me. <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I, I, I don't believe him. Yeah, I don't either. Um, cause I've done it. I translated a joke, told yeah. it to a Vietnamese person in Vietnamese without a set, without telling them what I was doing yeah. and they laughed. Yeah. So, but not the jokes he's doing. Ah, uh, yeah. Cause he's doing those one liners with wordplay. Yeah. So he can't, he can't 
But our comedy, we can we can translate. Yeah, it's <coughs> human. I know it was fun, man. I, and I, we've been talking about this. I've been moving into some topics that are a bit more risky. Yeah, trying to figure that shit out, man. Like fucking, uh, like you, you gonna you gonna defend the patriarchy? Uh, yeah. Here's what I figured out. So someone asked me a really good question recently. Yeah, because I was talking about like there's the levels that are. There's levels to comedy, you know, there's like low level comedy, like puns and then above that might be like callbacks. Yeah. And then it keeps getting better. I think in the books, they put puns as the highest form of comedy and all the books I've read. (laughs) I know. I'm serious. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't, they're trying to, they're trying to say that like the intellectual should come last, but that's where we disagree. We think it should come first. Yeah. I mean, not, not, we think intellectual humor is the lowest level, but on all the books I've read, they put it at the highest. I, th- I think it's a mistake to do anything 100% in terms of like your type of comedy. So mm-hmm. I, I do a little bit of puns and I do a little bit of callbacks. I do a little bit of, you know, uh, philosophical. I'm starting to see puns and specials, man. I told you, did we talk about that? Like, yeah. I, like I start, I'm not going to name names, but you know, like Joe Rogan, Mark Marin. Yeah. Uh, even, uh, uh, who else? Todd Barry maybe had a pun. No, no, no. He wouldn't have. But Joe Rogan and Mark Maron both had puns in their last two specials. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just want to. It's creepy. It takes me. It takes me out of the special. You know, I was listening to a podcast and these guys talking about comedy. And there's this guy. He's, he's more of an like an absurdist. And he put on. Uh, he 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 put on a joke with Nick Schwartz. <laughs> where, where is that live with comedian? What are you? What do you do? I'm an absurdist. Yeah, I'm a humorist. <laughs> He put on Nick Swartzen and Swartzen had this whole bit about like uh, a ghost. He's like, oh, my, my house is haunted. There's, there's a, a, a ghost keeps on farting. Boo. Boo. And he, it's a stupid fucking bit, but he set it up by saying yeah. these are just jokes. And he ended with these are just jokes. He's like, I, I, my cat had diarrhea, so I took it to the veterinarian. Well, then Neil and Brennan. And the like, what, what are you feeding your cat? He's like, diarrhea. <laughs> That's a good joke. That's a really good joke. <laughs> That's actually a good joke. There's nothing wrong with that. Like Neil Brennan did that three mics thing where he does like jokes. Yeah. I just, for me, it's kind of jarring because I, I, I like to get lost in the narrative and the, the word, um, like the story and the things other than wordplay. I mean, I, I do wordplay too. Wordplay will take me, it's jarring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes yeah. me out of the special. Yeah. I like, I like people who I, I, I kind of think. I think about what they just said. I laugh, but I'm, I think about it. Yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't think about it that way. And I want my comedy to be like that. However, yeah. I don't ever want it to be taken too far, and I don't want to be taken too seriously. Because bottom line is we're, we are comedians, and we got to make people laugh. Otherwise, we get you know stuck in that trap, which some comedians have. Like, uh, what's the name? Uh, Miller. Ben Better Be. Ben Better Be. <laughs> Uh, no, you gotta make people laugh. I just, I I don't know. For me personally, it's like, it, it like takes me out of it. I always think of David Tell. He's not really making me think a whole lot about, you know, whatever life is or whatever, or like my opinion of this, but he's got some stuff in there. Like his thing about like midgets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like that's a commentary on life. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not just. It's not a hundred percent just flat out 
I mean, there's a way jokes. to do like if it's your I guess if it's your final tag on like a long bit and you're like, oh, you know, I guess I shouldn't have put her up on such a pedestal. <laughs> but it, that, yeah, like if he gets you out of the bit, maybe it's not a big deal. You know, what do you mean having like a dumb joke at the end? Like a pun. Like uh, the problem with me with the dumb, yeah, the dumb joke. To that's throw actually it, a good way because you said it takes you out of it. Yeah. yeah. Like, you can get out of the bit maybe. Yeah. But like, I just feel like it's too behind the curtain. It's like, oh, you wrote this before. <laughs> Unless it's crowd work or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I find crowd work is forgivable. Hold on, I'm getting a call from V. <laughs> hey, V, you're, uh, hold on, let me put you on speakerphone. Oh, God. Oh, shit, maybe she's here. <laughs> we gotta run away. <laughs> no, we just started recording. We're the shortest podcast ever. I'll well, hide in the bathroom. We're halfway done. It's all right. Let we me end ca- it. No, 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 let me call her. She says, are you up? Uh, what is this? Is she still calling? Can you keep no? Can you keep talking? Yeah, keep just talking. Have, we just had like a minute of dead air there. Uh, so I thought you were going to end it. No, no, we're, I'm trying to text her to figure out what she wants. Oh yeah, so happy. You holding the mic stand? Do you like look at these little mic stands? Yeah, man, it feels, cute, it feels right? right. What? It feels right when I hold it. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a dwarf. What if we did mic a, stand? What if it's we like a, a miniature mic stand? What if we did a podcast? Yeah. Uh, and it's and, gonna and, pick and up your show. heartbeat. Get to put it down. And yeah. a show, and then we just bring the bed on the stage. Well, that's what we do for the next uh, cards against comedians against cards against humanity. We're gonna lay on a bed. No, we're gonna make it a panel show. Huh? Oh, with four people, four or five. Yeah, we're trying to get four people next time. That'll be all right. That'll work. Someone other than Devin. Oh, he's not really performing anymore, man. He's I know. Rusty. He's rusty. But he, Rust is red. He run that fucking, uh, he run the end because he started like heckling the crowd. <laughs> it's like, it's like, come on, it's the end. Just try your best, commit, get some giggles and we'll move out and move on. He's funny in, in the grand scheme of things, dude. He's, he's very funny. <laughs> yeah. In the grand scheme of things, Devin is very funny. <laughs> Like, it's funnier, it's funnier to talk about him afterwards than like during the thing. Like, he didn't show up to his own birthday party. Is that true? Someone told me that. Yeah, I heard that. I don't know how true that is, but <laughs> I think he just had two parties. And then when people were like, what are you doing for your birthday? He had one group of people go one place and one group go the other. <laughs> I think he's just snaky is what he is. Where are we going tonight? By the way, the guy who told me that, I would have been like, well, if I'd known you were there, I wouldn't have gone either. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going tonight? Yeah. Uh, I get a message, Devin. No, Devin is funny. He just... Uh, yeah, he's a friend. If he, 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 he makes it about him, man. Like, if he starts not getting laughs, he starts being mean to the audience. <laughs> it's like, no, Devin, I need them to come back to the next show. I kind of liked how we were, we were being mean to each other. That's fine. Yeah, That's be fine. mean to the other performers, but like hey, fuck it. we lay, man. The he, one he lady just kept there attacking Devin. What? <laughs> we just kept attacking Devin. Yeah, maybe that's why the Devin had to start attacking that one lady clapping. There's like one lady like, I love this. This is the greatest night of my life. Did you see? Remember that one? Yeah. And then Devin immediately just started attacking her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You like it? Let yeah. me show you. Yeah. Let me show you how bad this shit could get. <laughs> it's like, come on, Devin. <laughs> Oh, oh yes. I said, you can go. She goes, are you still recording, doing the podcast? I said, yes. And she said, with who? I said, you can come. And then she goes, with who? 
Oh. And then I'm going to say Caleb. And then... Uh, she might be right there. Yeah, I'll and be right there. Now. Let me put some perfume on. Ew. <laughs> Do you have perfume? You have cologne? I have cologne. Do you need some? No, I'm all right. I sprayed it earlier because I, I jerked off right before uh, Ronette came in to record. And I was Smart. worried Smart. it would smell like cum. Uh, so I sprayed perfume uh, all over the cum. <laughs> Oh, fuck man, this is, this is my episode. You say that shit for we like. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Uh, uh, we're talking about some comedy stuff, probably two behind the curtain. Like two behind the curtain, and then the um, no, there's something I was gonna hit on earlier. I gotta get like a notepad. Run it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> man, she's cute. I guess spent the first uh, ten minutes just telling everybody how hot and sexy she is. Really? Well, I was trying. I think it like triggers them. Triggers. <laughs> Triggers it, it like uh, they're like oh they lock in they lock in on sex you know humans lock in it's like can I what is it the three F's feasting fighting or fucking yeah so it's like pe- there there are things that people lock in on and sex is one of them so I had this like hot sexy Filipino so I'm like I'm fucking I'm gonna key in on that get the audience all hot and heavy and then I talked about improv for too long and then turn someone on like improv <laughs> yeah although sex is a form of improv isn't it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. By the way, that's getting set up soon. So we had our first meeting. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. How'd that go? It was all right. It was all right. Did you get Ryan down there? Ah, shit. Forgot, forgot to bring Ryan. I'll go to next week. Doesn't matter. We didn't do anything. We just we just talked about. There was someone who had done improv for a long time. So I oh, asked that'll them be about, fun. Have fun with that. <laughs> well, I asked them what they, what they did, what they do. I can learn. What'd they say? They very, just go very, with, was it a woman or a man? Whoa, whoa! <laughs> that's a that's an odd question to not be you, able to answer because you already cocked back your your whole woman spiritual character. Oh yeah, I was ready to punch that yeah. that <laughs> imaginary woman in the face. Yeah. I had a lot of problems with women in improv. Man. It was a woman. Yeah, and uh, then she just said, uh, "Oh, you know, we just went with the flow. You know, it's like it's all about the flow." Yeah, but. Ah! <laughs> It doesn't matter because I'm gonna text messages are poetry, Caleb. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run it differently than how we did last time. I hope to God so. Last time it fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> and so if anyone's like, you know, if they have an issue, I'll listen to them and I'll be polite. But if they don't, if they want to argue with me, it's like, well, I'll help you start your own thing. Yes. But it's not gonna be this. I told that to Ronette actually. I said in four months I'll come back. If there's no improv, I'll start I'll start it up again. And this time I'll just be like, Oh, you don't like how I'm doing it? Go start your own. Yeah. But not like that. <laughs> yeah, you'll be a bit nicer. Oh, go talk to Caleb. He'll tell you to go start your own. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, that was the biggest headache of my life. Storytelling was easy. People would come, they would they would kind of come into the world, they, they would do their story and leave. Yeah, that's no one stayed for storytelling. Like God. that community never grew. No, because the people came, got their skills and left. Yeah. I mean, no one wants to be a professional storyteller. They just want to get, tell a story once on stage, check the box and move on. Yeah. But it's weird. They didn't like, I don't know what people's opinion is of public speaking, but it's, yeah. they're thinking, Oh, I just need to do public speaking classes. It's like, well, you we should be doing storytelling and improv and comedy, at least a little bit of all those. And you should be doing a fuckload of storytelling. And no public speaking. If anyone out there don't do public speaking, Toastmasters are full of shit. Whatever they teach you is bullshit. You will look awful in, 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 on stage. I'm just alienating half a billion Toastmasters right there. Yeah. I've never been to Toastmasters. 
but I, I, I dude, I've, I've watched a lot of their award winning speeches. They have the Toastmasters. Yeah, but dude, the lowest off. level is like you win first place for this level. So no, I've watched the, the 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 Grandmaster Toastmaster thing. Grandmaster, <laughs> it's, called, it's called that. You're like Grandmaster speech or a speech. Spe- some of the, do some of the titles have like dragon in them? No. <laughs> God, it's so hacky. It's the hackiest shit. You know what it looks like? It looks like magicians without magic. <laughs> Dude, I tell you about the magician I saw. No, what happened? He was performing outside, and 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 I heard it driving coming up. It was the loudest in this park. It was the loudest fucking like music, and it was really really exciting. Da 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 da. And it's like a dude pulling a rabbit out of that. Like you were drawn by the music. What is going on over there? And honestly, it made it a much better show with that music. Aww. Are you listening to that? Yeah. Musical comedy. I've been watching a lot of Kill Tony. Ooh, that's a, you mean the comedian? Yeah. The show. He's a, he's been, a, I, I heard him on Joe Rogan. No, Joe not, Rogan's I, like, I haven't been watching his stand up. I've been watching his show. Yeah, but Joe Rogan's been really pumping that guy up. Joe yeah. Rogan says he's like the best comedy writer there is. Word? Yeah. Huh. Well, what's the guy's name? Uh, Tony Hitchcliffe. Yeah, Tony Hitchcliffe. That's Joe Rogan's. Joe Rogan has said multiple times he's like the greatest comedian, comedy writer of all time. I mean, he's funny. He's quick, and he he deals with people pretty well. He looks like he's really good with people. Yeah, I was watching him with some people, and I was like, "Fuck, this guy's like Bill Clinton level <laughs> people skills." Did you meet Bill Clinton? I did meet him. That's cool. I met him twice. You said I, he had an aura. I sh- yeah, I shook Hillary Clinton's hand. No aura. Yeah. <laughs> that woman had. She probably me. stole some of yours. Feed <laughs> <laughs> me. Yeah. I was at a backstage at a, a, a political rally and hung out <laughs> with, uh, Hillary Clinton and, uh, uh, Mike Huckabee. Whoa. Yeah. They were really good friends. <laughs> What's that one guy? What was named Dick Cheney? <laughs> the most evil man in the history of the human race. Yeah, my dad was in a restaurant in uh, Pensacola, Florida. Yeah. Him and his wife. And they were sitting down and Dick Cheney walked by. And my dad told me after, he was like, you know, after he walked by, all I could think of was tripping him. <laughs> it's like that. You know to go to prison, right? Like, it'd be worth it. You find out it's not Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, I I thought it was Dick Cheney. In all fairness. Yeah. I thought it was the vice president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> the judge was like, oh, well, in that case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, up until I, we're going to keep working on Cafe Cui. I'm going to change the name, though. Yeah, we got to change the name. We ladies, like, fight me on that name change because I think he thinks I'm Cause you know, he, he, he really fought for that the first time around. Yeah. And I was like, no, man, just call it, you know, hide up twi thing on. It's because we have to fucking name it what it is. To the listeners at home, we're doing a, uh, a, a, we're, we're doing an hour long comedy show for Vietnamese college students. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're loud. Are you the bottom one? Yeah. I'm the bottom one, but this, uh, uh, the mics have different like waveforms. So, uh, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to split the files. Um, and then I'll just make them 
I'll make yours louder and make mine quieter. Nobody cares about this, man. <laughs> I know. No, okay, but so, so, but my last what, one had like 300 uh, downloads. Man. Let's talk about Cafe Koi. Yeah. So Cafe Koi, what you're saying? Oh, you, I thought you meant no one cares about your podcast. You meant no one cares about the audio. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, we can make it a show for college. I saw a, okay, we'll, okay, we're gonna tell you about a clown. I hung out with a clown the other day. Okay. An actual clown. Okay. Um, I, uh, so I, we hung out with them together. <laughs> you talking about Devin? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see if this guy can. had the same hair as Devin. I'm going to show you a picture. He has, he has, he, it's a costume. He has Devin's hair. This was in Dalat or Saigon? This is last week. Okay. Uh, no, this was at the zoo. I met a clown at the zoo and I, I was impressed with his ability. And I was shocked at how good he was. What, axe murdering people? He was up on stage killing in front of like 400 people. Is he a foreigner or Vietnamese? Vietnamese. Right on. Um, I didn't know it was Vietnamese clowns. I didn't either. And he's really good. His name is Phong Ming Tai. And he speaks fluent English? Uh, no, doesn't speak a word of it. Mm. Uh, so how are you talking with him? Miming? Pantomime? I was speaking Vietnamese to him. Oh. <laughs> he is at Devin's hair. <laughs> um, but V, he was like, I was like, yeah, I want to go talk to that clown. Yeah. We'll get back to the cafe. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. And v, and v was like, no, he's just some, he's just some clown. He works for the zoo, you know? And I was like, nah, dude, that guy's got, got, got magic, you know? Like I could tell the, what he was, like the way he was handling himself on stage. He had magic, you know? <laughs> v didn't believe me. And then later we, Went backstage and I was like, there he is, there he is. I was like, what's your name? What's your name? He's like, Fong Tai. And I was like, okay. Uh, and I was like, do you speak English? And he's like, no. <laughs> and then I started talking to him and then I looked him up on the phone and then, uh, he's famous, man. He's been on like, he's, he, 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 he won the, he won the game show that Devin was on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's the one that Devin didn't win at all. Oh, Can we man. talk about no, Devin? No, maybe. I don't know. It's kind of mean to shit on him. Devin doesn't listen We've been to this. We've shit on him this entire podcast. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. We'll continue to shit on Devin. <laughs> Until he starts his own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> He's our controversy marketing point. Great writer. Uh, he wrote a book called Riot Juice. And then he went to another author's... <laughs> Pub, what is the what is the name for when you publish a book and you have a, a, a book signing party or something? A uh, book signing party? Yeah, he went to yeah. another author's like a release party. Or release whatever. party for their book. Yeah. And then he was walking around trying to sell his book, <laughs> which is genius because he's like, well, these people, people buy honestly, books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that guy had like professional copy books and his is like printed off <laughs> at like a, at like a, like a, Kinko's, place, yeah, like yeah. a photocopy place. Oh my God, Devin. I heard that. I just, I love that guy. I'm going to keep making fun of him until he gets on here. Devin, I'm going to keep. Digging into you every episode. To he was on. He was on at a table with us. Remember? He took his pants off. We took our pants. off. Yeah, we all took our pants. We off. That's actually a great clip. That's a funny clip. But that was when doing the camera work, so the camera sucked. <laughs> it kept shaking. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Lens gets all fogged up. Um. So Devin was on this show. We'll get back to Cafe Cool in a minute. Yeah. Was this in clown? I met a clown who won the show, and Devin was on the show. Uh, can we tell the whole fucking story? Why not, man? Yeah, okay. No one fucking knows. <laughs> no one's gonna watch it. Although, I, you should tag Devin in this. Yeah. 
I'll let him listen to it. He, he's not going to care. Yeah. Devin's a comedian. He doesn't give a shit. No. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be hurt. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's good for a comedian to be depressed. They're right better. Oh, no. I hope he's not, I hope he's not depressed. I don't think he's even watched it yet. I don't know. Okay, so anyway, so this guy contacts me. Oh, we get to do the whole story. This is great. This fucker contacts me. His name is, uh, uh, we'll change his name. <laughs> Let's change his name so we can easily say, um, douchebag. So we call him the douchebag. Oh, God. Okay. So this douchebag, DB for short. Making a lot of friends here, this podcast episode. <laughs> that guy didn't reply to my, I sent him messages like, oh, I'm so sorry to see what happened, hear what happened, you know? Everything okay? That's a dig, though. Is it? Yeah. Maybe he thought he did great. Maybe he still thinks he did magic on that show. Maybe he blames it on Devin. All right. So now everybody's really curious what we're talking about. This is great. Okay, so oh, the, yeah. Setting up. Yeah. Mystery. Skip. So DB contacts me. Now, DB I hadn't seen in like two years because he hadn't <laughs> needed anything from me in a long time. So he contacts me out of the blue. And he's like, sends me this long message. Uh, but instead of like Ben, it says Tom in a couple of places. <laughs> and it's like, hey, Tom, can you come do this thing? I need your help. It's going to be great. I have a wonderful opportunity for you, Tom. You do look like a Tom kind of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I'll meet up with you and talk about it. But as soon as someone's saying this is a wonderful opportunity for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> where's the Where's the trap? So V and I... Meet up, meet up with him at Starbucks. I bring V, you know, just so there's a witness. You met at Starbucks? What? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I have my business meetings. Yeah, fancy. The DB's there. And uh, he just starts telling me about this opportunity. I'm like, well, what is it? And he's like, well, you have to. Wait, what kind of coffee did he order? Me or him? Him. You know what? I think he had a Frappuccino. Ah, what a bitch. Yeah. Although they are delicious. Okay, keep going. Starbucks is a sponsor of Ben Better Be Presents. Uh, this week in uh, northern, northern Seattle, you can get Sorry. buy one, get one free Ben Better Be flavored frappuccinos. <laughs> Fucking shows up. And he starts telling me about this opportunity. And I'm like, well, what is it, man? Because <laughs> he won't tell me what it is. He's like, well, well I need you, uh, you know, I need you to like, uh, you know, I need you to be on board first. Are you on board or not? And I'm like, I'm not on board. Like, are we joining a cult? What's going on? Yeah, he, yeah, he wanted you to say yes before, like, you knew what it was. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, is this for TV? And he goes, Yeah, it's a big opportunity. It's for TV. You'll be on TV. What kind of TV? Uh, TV show. What kind of TV show? Are you on board? <laughs> like, oh god, no. And then I just get, I'm like, V, let's go. And then V's like, try. You know, V's the good cop. <laughs> like, and V's like, <laughs> that's how bad it is. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, just sit down. Uh, so DB, what's wrong? You know, and he's like, well, I'm just a lot of people have dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, finally, he's like, I'm going to be on this game show where it's a make me laugh kind of show, which we used to have. The I think I saw Bobby Lee on it when I was a little kid. Do you know the make me laugh show? That was probably before you were even born. No, nah, I don't remember that. It was on uh, Comedy Central. I think it used to be on... Uh, it wasn't on very long because the way it worked is they had audience members come sit in a chair and yeah. then like uh, maybe Jimmy Kimmel hosted it or something. Hey, you got a phone charger? Sorry. Yeah, dude. You need to plug in? Yeah. Right. I'm dead. Let me see. Right. So we... we and I think we, we still have shows similar to that. Oh, really? Well, yeah. America's Got Talent. I mean, there's comedians that get on that. No, no, no. But this show is like make me laugh. 
Right. So you can do anything, whatever you want. Well, that's what it turned. Well, that's good. That's good. Okay. So that's what it turned into. Yeah. At first, comedians would come out and do bits because they would take audience members, put them in chairs. And if you made them laugh, you got points. And the comedians who won got like $3,000 or something. But then the comedians figured out that they didn't want to waste their bits. <laughs> and then they also figured out if you just pick your nose in front of an audience member. <laughs> so then the show quickly fell apart. Yeah. Um. And and it was a good show. So anyway, they have a Vietnamese version, but they have the two main judges. Two main judges, which are, I saw a movie that the the lesser there's like the two biggest comedians right now. The yeah. the you know in Vietnam. I worked with one of them one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that we saw when we were there with the Hoi Lin. Uh, maybe we were next to Hoi Lin, the biggest of all. Yeah. And the, but he's like, um, he's a last generation or yeah, generation last generation, before but he's still hu- huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're the up and coming, two biggest up and coming yeah. comedians. He was a nice dude, man. His English is really good too. I saw him in a movie. He's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was really good in the movie. He played this over the top gay guy. <laughs> uh, apparently, like, everyone thinks that him and Chung Tan are gay, even though they're both married. Right. To women. But that's a common, like, Vietnamese, uh, comedic character is the over the top. Yeah. Yeah, Hello. Flamboyant. <laughs> yeah. So they just keep doing that character and everybody's like, oh, they're gay. <laughs> Why are they doing that character? And then they're like, can I stop? And the studios are like, no, it's the only thing they laugh at. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> and so they're up there and then the, 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 the and so he wants me to be on the show with him. And I'm like, well, can I, can I look at the sketches to see if I want to do it? Cause mm-hmm. he's like, it's in, it's in, uh, it's next month. And I'm like, well, can I look at the sketches? And he's like, oh, why do you want to look at the sketches? Why, well, why do you want to look at the sketches? I was like, because I want to see if, like, if it's something I can do. Yeah. That's like asking an actor if they want to be in a movie. Like, can I see the script? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you in or out? And, 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 you know, it's him and this girl. And then, you know, finally he was like, well, no, I'm not going to show you until you do them. And then I was like, well, how many people worked with you before? And he was like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, you're not the first person I've come to. I was like, is Tom one of the other ones? <laughs> <laughs> so he just copied and pasted. Wait, who are you? <laughs> yeah. He just copied and pasted that note that he sent to Tom to me and not changed the fucking name. Yeah. At well, that point. Oh, God. <laughs> at that point, I knew that he, he wasn't going to dot his I's or cross his T's. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I was like, this is not going to work. And so I said, let me help you though. Let me help you. You want me to help you find somebody? And he was like, uh, he was like, no, no, I'll do it on my own. I'm doing it on my own. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well, you should talk to Devin, <laughs> you know? And then, uh, cause I thought Devin would help him write the sketches. Right. Okay. So fast forward, he contacts you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, fuck off. Yeah. Because I told you all that shit. Yeah. You know, like, I don't have time to go to Starbucks. So then uh, Devin, Devin, Devin message, messages me and he's like, hey, uh, guess who just got a spot on TV? <laughs> <laughs> like trying to brag about it. And I'm like, I'm guessing it was you. So uh, you're working with uh, DB? And he was like, oh, you know about it. <laughs> yeah, we're going to win that show. And I'm like, dude, that guy, that guy's off. He's not all there he's too young the guy's young he's like 19 or 20 or something yeah. he he thinks he's he thinks he's the greatest thing ever because he's 19 or 20 all 19 or 20 year olds do yeah. and he doesn't take feedback that's contrary to that opinion very well <laughs> it's not gonna go well for you Devin. oh i got it i got it i got it all figured out 
And so then um, he starts going to that. And then uh, I would ask him sometimes, hey, you want to hang out? And he'd be like, nope, got to go go uh, practice uh, to be on a TV show. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ben, Ben. Yeah. So he gets on the show and then that guy, DB's there. Apparently, this is something you heard. Well, no, this is true. I forgot to tell you this. Uh, at the, I, I said, you know, he showed me video of him on the show from before when I was at Starbucks on his iPad. And I was like, so you've been on the show before. Why are you going back? And he's like, well, they cut me. I was like, why did they cut you? And he goes, I had it very bad. <laughs> and they, were, they said they were being nice and they didn't want to make me look bad. That is very nice of him. Yeah. And so then he, but then he said he wanted to be on again and they were like, nah. <laughs> American Idol, dude, someone does terrible. They post that shit. They, they like yeah. advertise that. Yeah. And, 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 you know, they, he wanted to go back and maybe they didn't want him to go back and they're like, nah, it's okay, bro. And then he was like, he told me that he waited in front of the studio every day in the parking lot. And the producer would, when the producer would walk from his car to the studio, he would just like walk behind him, begging to go on. Did he probably read a chapter in some business book about perseverance, and then he's proud of that? Yeah. Which I mean, you got to respect that. But I mean, it sounds like I'm being hard on this guy. The guy's a jerk. <laughs> and at the end of this, I know it sounds like I'm being mean to him, but he's kind of a piece of shit. Fuck him. <laughs> at the end of the story, you see how he threw our friend Devin under the bus. So. <laughs> He's not you, the hero. Just hold in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't don't develop empathy for DB. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so then they go to Devin. Finally, goes to the studio. They he they they he, Devin helped them write four sketches. Right. Uh, and they had to have five to audition. And the weakest one they wanted to open with the weakest one, and Devin didn't want to open with that one. Yeah. They wanted to open with it. And, De- and Devin's like, no. And then the guy's like, yes, 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 we're going to open it. We're going to open it out of that. So then uh, they go out there. They interview with Trung Tan. And uh, what's that other guy's name? I can't remember. This I, don't, I don't remember. Number two. Number one and number two comedians in Vietnam. And the guy goes out without Devin. <laughs> 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 with just him and the girl. And he has his picture and he shows it to the judges. And the judges are like, that's a picture of us. <laughs> and he goes, uh, can you sign it? <laughs> and then they're like. Why do you have a picture of us? And he's like, oh, my friend made it. And then they're like, well, this is really nice. Someone drew it. Who's your friend? He's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> he's like lying <laughs> to the judges before going on the fucking show. And then then they they reluctantly sign it. They make some gags about it. And he's there with the girl. And then uh, then he and then he and then they finish signing it. And then they're like, do you want to perform now? And he's like, one more thing, one more thing. <laughs> and then he's like, can you give me a hug? Did you watch that? Uh, yeah. Hey guys, could you give me a hug? And and they're like, what? And he's like, you just want to get a hug. <laughs> so the, the number one comedian, the number one and number two comedian in Vietnam, they get up, they're like, okay. And they get up and they go around the table and they hug him. Because <laughs> that's put him on the spot. Like, what if they say no? I think it's the Ben Franklin borrowing a book trick. Ah, uh, yeah. He's like, oh, he's getting yeah. them to do something for him. Yeah. He's doing all this bullshit middle management shit he read in like Tony Robbins books to try to win this laugh contest. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus. So he gets video with them and then they're like, okay, are you going to do your thing now? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be right back. And then he leaves <laughs> with the girl, right? And then, but they, he never tells them that Devin is going to be in this sketch. 
So all five sketches, all four, they had to do five sketches. Four of the sketches, he's in. DB, Devin, and the girl, we'll call her uh, Sarah. So DB, Devin, and Sarah are in four of the five sketches. Last minute, he's making them do the first sketch first. The fifth sketch that he's not fucking it. So then he runs off. Devin and the girl, Sarah behind the curtain. The Vietnamese girl. DB's Vietnamese too. And they're behind the curtain. And it's right before they jump out on the stage, you know, you know, curtain's about to open. They're about to go out and do this sketch. He like runs up. He runs up and he's like, Sarah, Sarah, I have to tell you something before you go out there. (laughs) Sarah and Devin are like, what? And the producers are going five, four, three. He's like, I love you, Sarah. And then he grabs her and tries to kiss her and he puts his hands around her face. He's trying to kiss her and she's moving away. Oh God. (laughs) And then, and the producer's like, go, go, go. And then Devin has to grab the girl and pull her away from the DB and run out onto the stage. Right. I can't remember who, but somebody mentioned that the reason he kissed her at that moment was, I don't know what. Oh, I, I said this. Yeah. I don't, I, okay. So, so maybe he thought that like the girl and Devin would do amazing. And they become successful together and sure. leave him behind. And so he would maybe thinking that this was his way <laughs> to stay on board. <laughs> Even though he was supposed, he would have been out there 30 seconds later. <laughs> yeah. God <laughs> uh, damn it. Or he knew that Devin was going to fail and he just, he, he wanted to be, you wanted to be like, I'm not failing. Devin's failing. I mean, I think it's our instinct mm. because we know Devin and he can be very funny. Oh, I've seen Devin. He's crush. killed. Yeah, he's killed many times. He's yeah. killed harder than I ever have. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And uh, so it was painful to kind of watch him do that, and I think we'd rather blame it on someone else. I mean, I think You he, mean you think that the DB was... I think if Devin wrote a sketch, it'd be funny. Oh, I'm sure the other four were better. Yeah. So they go out there. Now, the sketch is awful. Yeah. And it's also not long enough because the way the game show works is you, you have a minute to make the judges laugh. Yeah. But the, the, the fucking deep, Devin didn't do his homework. He didn't know any of this. He didn't know how the format for the show worked. He didn't know what the judges were. And that's his fault. And he didn't know that he didn't know anything. Part of being the big thing of being a successful performer period is saying no to a lot of things. Yeah. That's what, what's his name? Warren Buffett said. The only thing that all the um, all the successful people I've ever met had in common was that they said no a hell of a, a hell of a lot more than they said yes. Mm. Anyway, so but Dem didn't do his homework. Yeah, that's <laughs> which so that's yeah. It's kind of a funny story for other people to tell. That's why I feel bad for him. Though, it's like I just think it works from his perspective. Well, I was talking to him. He, yeah, has he watched it? No. So there he goes. <laughs> what the fuck, man? How can he argue? Dude, the joke they did was ridiculous, too. So he goes out and he's like, oh, Trung Tan, which is the, the, the number one comedian in Vietnam. Yeah. Oh, but he didn't say the name. Like, he's he tried to say it, but Vietnamese is very, you know how hard it is to pronounce. Yeah, no. I didn't know he was saying no, it. No, I talked to my friend about this. Uh, I, uh, because I wanted to get their review about it, and they watched the show, and they're like, "Oh, your friend is that foreign guy." I was like, "Yeah, yeah you seen it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I couldn't understand him." <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it didn't make any sense what he was saying. So he had tried to learn. This is sad. He had tried to learn the Vietnamese, but didn't have a good voice coach or didn't did, didn't couldn't do it. 
Yeah. It's a hard fight. It takes six months. It's for you at home who don't know this. It's, Vietnamese is the hardest language in the world to pronounce. It takes six months of work just to be able to pronounce words to where people can, can hear you clearly. Yeah. No, there's no other language like this. All right. So he comes out and he's like, blah, 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 <laughs> overacting, you know, cause he was probably high or something. He's probably told Vietnamese actors are overactors. Oh yeah. So they probably told him to be this big, loud, over the top yeah. character, which, which, which a lot of them are, but not, maybe not that much. I mean, there's like a lot of acting schools here. They teach them to be this over robust and there, there, there is this. <laughs> There's over the top, uh, like if you want Facebook video, like videos being made in America of like over the top stuff. I mean, yeah, but we consider that bad. Yeah, Vietnamese people consider that the, the Vietnamese version of that they consider that bad too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trung Tan is not like that. Yeah. So, you know, Devin just didn't. He didn't have good coaching. And I actually, also his, I heard who was it that told me his joke that he used. One of the jokes that he used was like an old. It wasn't even a joke. It's it, it's just it's been used so much that it's part of like slang or whatever. It's what it something is about corn bap, cooey bap, which is just calling someone a corn cob. <laughs> That's you're useless. You're it's a it's the Vietnamese it's a Vietnamese slang for calling someone useless. Right. You're like and a corn cop. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was the big punchline. So he gets out there and he's like. Judge number one, judge number two, but no one can understand him. So he's just like, blah, 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 blah. like blah, blah, blah. if you called someone that twenty years ago, it would have been funny, right? But now, it's... if I walked into a room full of Vietnamese people and I mispronounced someone's name, so let's say somebody's name was like uh, uh, Kubup, mm-hmm. and, and it had a name tag. And it's like at a cafe and I walk in and, and I'd like, I'm leaving. I'm like, Oh, the whole place would just burst out laughing because it's, it's in the moment. Like it, the, the joke is kind of like a lost in translation. It's kind of thing. like, I'm making a mistake pronouncing his name. Mm-hmm. But if I, you just call someone Kui Bap, it's like, it's nothing. <laughs> it's not even a joke. So he comes out and he goes, whoa, whoa, points to the other judge. Yeah. Whoa. And he's wearing like normal clothes. He's not dressed up or anything. Yeah. But, but beyond that, the judges don't know who he is. Yes. Because, because DB didn't show up. <laughs> DB's like, I'll be back in a minute. How do you get, how do you get in here? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, and then he points to the, the MC, the DJ yeah, MC yeah. that they have. And he's like, oh, and then he, and then, and then he just says, gooey, bop. But then the girl, the girl is like, no, 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 it's gooey bop. And then he's like, ah, gooey bop. <laughs> and then, and then yeah. what happens? But because he ended that bit, and then I have a bit after that. No, that was their whole sketch. Yeah, <laughs> they had like thirty seconds left. But he, potentially more. I can't remember. They edited down, and then they 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 were just standing there. <laughs> Devin didn't know that they you, you're not you have a minute to get a laugh. DB thought this is gonna kill. <laughs> There's no way this isn't going to work. Yeah, and so then they're all just standing, they're all sitting there staring at them for 20 seconds. And then the DJ is like, do something. <laughs> but Vietnamese, he's like, keep going, keep going. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But it's like pretty much like, do something. And then Devin 
Here's the guy say, like, here's, you know, the girl must have turned to him and been like, do something. He just starts going, whoa, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> time. He didn't know what to do. She's just going, oh, 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 <laughs> like this. And they got a close-up on him on <laughs> national TV, just making him look foolish. And then they're inter- they're interspersing that with shots close-up on the faces of the judges not laughing. Yeah. God damn. Oh, Devin. And so then it's like, ah, and then Devin doesn't even know what that means. Yeah. And so then all of a sudden he's standing there. He's supposed to be ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> the girl, then DB comes back. They're all three there. They're lined up. You're supposed to, the way the game show works is you sit there with your hands, you know, kind of clasped in front of you, head down. And you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't win. And then the judges yell at you for being shit. I mean, it's Vietnamese culture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it always works. And then eventually they're like, okay, bye. And they leave. But he didn't know that, so he's like talking to the guy, and he's like, "Hey, what's up, bro?" And then Chung Tan is like, picks up that he's being disrespectful, yeah, to the number one comedian in Vietnam on his fucking show <laughs> that he is the writer, director, producer of, creator for all. I is it really? Oh. Yeah, it's his show. Yeah, it's his fucking show. It's it- his show. <laughs> and so Devin's like, "Hey, man," <laughs> and he's like, "Thank you for coming." And then Devin's like, "Thank you for coming." <laughs> And then, and then at that point, he starts like, Devin starts asking him to be, he's like, Hey, you want to be my friend on Facebook? And the guy's like, uh, I don't have Facebook. And he's like, Oh, you must be lonely. <laughs> oh man. Man. Devin probably thought he was still trying to, supposed to be trying to make the guy laugh. Yeah. He may have been trying, like he, he was, he just didn't know what's going on. Oh, Devin. Oh. So what can you learn? What can we learn from his mistakes? oh Devin listen to I have friends I have the council you guys at home don't know this I have a Facebook chat where I've added all my confidants and if I ever think of you know if there's ever a decision I have to make where I'm not sure of I consult the council (laughs) and then the council will usually you know tell me no don't do that (laughs) the council has spoken (laughs) yeah and then I listen to them (laughs) you just listen to your council yeah well Devin doesn't have Gabe anymore yeah, that was definitely a vo- that's he's on the council. Yeah, hey, Gabe's definitely a voice of reason. Gabriel Villalobos, miss you, buddy. This is his bed. Is it really? Oh, I found out that. I hope Gabe didn't listen. I got, remember when I, I got the bed from him? He gave it to me as a present, and then I was like, "Man, Gabe's bed smells like cat pee." Right? Remember that? Yeah. For, for weeks and weeks and weeks, his bed smells like cat pee. And then what it was is that uh, V had secretly brought a cat over to the house. <laughs> And the cat had peed on the bed. And then she didn't want to, like, it was on the sheets. And then she didn't want to admit that she brought a cat. The, even because I told her, don't ever bring a cat over here. And like, my eyes were itchy every night. <laughs> I'm really allergic to so I was like, I think I'm allergic to Gabe. And I asked Gabe, Gabe, do you have a cat? And he's like, no, never, never had a cat. Did you ever fuck someone who owned a cat? Nope. No cats never been near that bed. I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't want to, you know. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah. me, man. And then, and then finally, after a couple of weeks, I like washed the sheets and then it went away. <laughs> the smell of cat pee. When did my, you finally admit that to you? Oh, like a year later. I cl- <laughs> a year later, it clicked because she was like asking if she could bring the cat over again. Or like six months later, she's asked, she asked, can I bring the cat over? And I was like, no. And then clicked. Ah. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. God damn. 
Uh, have you uh, you been writing jokes? Yeah, I wrote this bit about Gabe's bed smelling like. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking try that out? No, no. I need to write that down. Uh, now, still working bit. on the marriage bit for the competition. How about you? Uh, well, fuck, man. I'm writing English. I'm writing Vietnamese. Man, you're really you're really just writing in uh, Vietnamese. Yeah, it's not a good use of my time. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I, I think I'm going to perform at the competition. That'd be cool. Give my best of. Oh, that's my favorite part of that story. So we hang it. We ha- I'm going to tell the story about the uh, outer towners. <laughs> that's the ah, uh, whatever. Right. Th- what? The outer towners. The Spaniards? No. Remember the girl we were chatting to about the comedy competition? And she was like, oh, I'm bringing in all these people from. Uh, uh, from Malaysia and oh, Thailand to and perform. They, but, and okay. I was like, but on the poster, it says it's only, it's only open to people who live in Vietnam. And she's like, no, it doesn't. And I'm like, yeah, it does. And then we look, and then we looks it up on his phone and he's like, yeah, it says it right here. Only people who live in Vietnam. And she's like, well, that's wrong. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that makes sense. Cause if they don't do that, then people will just fly. Everyone will fly from all over the world trying to win it. And she's like, yeah, and they should be able to. Dude, let me ask you a question. Are yeah. there like great comedians who are not funny off stage? Are we going to have this conversation? Yeah. I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this a lot. Because all my favorite comics, they're funny when they do interviews or podcasts. Or yeah. So are some people just they're meant to be writers? Like, what is that? How can you not be a funny person <laughs> conversation and then be a comedian? And I'm not saying you always have to be on because you have to know when to turn that shit off. But... When someone drains the funny out of the room, it's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we, are you talking about the, uh, the I'm not going to say someone's name. <laughs> the Sith Lords of Comedy. <laughs> the, hey, get that right. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's some dark, there's some dark people. But dude, even, there's a comedian here. That could be misinterpreted. There's a comedian here who's dark. <laughs> yeah. Like just kind of a dark, depressed person, but he's yeah, yeah, fucking <laughs> funny. Uh, you know, I think there's different. The, 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 Wheelay explained it to me this way. He said there's different motivations for people. I think I've heard I've heard like some altered comedians and in interviews and stuff talk about like the difference between like a comedian. Yeah, this kind of wraps it up, comes full circle. What we we're talking about in the beginning is like there are like some people who are comedians. You know, they're funny off stage and on stage. They're just funny. Mm. And then there's some people who do comedy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, I, I question, I question their motives. I think a lot of them think it's a way to get famous or maybe it's a way to get on TV or maybe a way to get a writing job or something. I guess. I don't know. Um, but then again, like I've heard that comedians with non-comedians or can sometimes be like, I've heard a lot of reports of people hanging, running into Louis CK and he's just some like depressed, you know, person. He's like, Oh, I'm tired. Can, can we, can you not talk to me today? Yeah. But that's a, that's a full time comic. You watch him on like any kind of free form podcast where it's a group of friends talking. It's funny. Yeah. So it's a question of like, is the, is, is, okay, is it two comedians talking or he is can, it a comedian and a civilian? He can turn it on. Yeah. And he can turn it off. And he can turn it off. I think that the people you're referring to are the person. People. It's people. People. People you're referring to 
they don't like us. <laughs> so, so when they're around us, like I imagine when they're all sitting together alone, they're probably just laughing about like, you know, fart jokes. <laughs> There's like one of them will fart and then they'll all giggle and then another one will fart and then they'll all giggle some more. And I've actually, you know, what's sad is I've actually seen that like from, from down the street. Yeah. <laughs> like one, after one of these shows, you know, these people I literally like two minutes before have been trying to engage with them. Like, Hey, what's going on guys? Cause you know, I, I don't have a problem with them. Yeah. And they're just stone cold and boring. And I'm like, okay, well, well we're going to go. And then like, like literally one minute later, they're like 10 meters away and they're all just laughing and having a great time. <laughs> so they just don't like us and they see us as the enemy. I crack jokes around them though. I make them laugh. Cause we don't hate them and we don't think they're the enemy because we're stupid. <laughs> like, they think we're stupid for not realizing that we're enemies. <laughs> but you and I are just like, what? How are we enemies? Yeah. <laughs> like that's yes. It's bewildering. <laughs> but yeah. do, do, do I think they're comedians? I mean, maybe, I don't know. I've, I, I can't imagine the, maybe it's selection bias. Maybe the ones who are like that don't make the final cut maybe you only are seeing the ones i mean joe rogan's not gonna have have some sad depressing guy on his podcast that's true that's a good point so maybe you're we're just seeing the ones who are happy and fun and charismatic and charming which that maybe maybe that's the final piece i mean have you heard did you ever hear tig nataro's podcast no she did it with these three guys these two other guys this is the weirdest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life, man. Wait, is that the, what's her name of her podcast? Tig Nataro? Does she have a, what's the name of it? Is it I don't know. Is it like man. an Egyptian type uh, photo? Possibly. I heard it years ago. I, I, I don't know what the hell is going on. It's, <laughs> it's like, it was like three people just going, so, how's your day? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck is this? And it was long and slow and calm. And I, I was like, what the fuck is this? But then I started to think like, well, there's for someone out there, that's like gold. Uh, that's like liquid honey. Nah. Solid honey. That's I gold. I think you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, not every podcast can be great. Some podcasts can be like that. And it could just be on that the person that they had on wasn't used to that. But it was her and like two of her friends. Although the episode I think I heard was like the final episode. <laughs> Maybe, maybe they're sad. Maybe they're sad or, or hungover. Fighting or hungover. Yeah. yeah. That's fair. I always try to turn it on for these. Maybe I'm annoyed. There's probably a lot of people out there annoyed by how like, oh, look at Ben trying to be excited about exciting things. Yeah, sometimes you get annoying. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's like I am excited. I mean, <laughs> I do. When we're at a show or after a show, I get it. That's fine. Yeah, I'm not very excited. I like shows, man. I'm, uh, shows yeah. are fun, dude. We go out afterwards sometimes, and I like it when we go rock out. Stars I like it when we go out. You know, uh, this comedian called Dave Stone. They were talking about that's dad. a good fucking name. Yeah, it is. It's a good name for a comedian, Dave Stone. He, um, you know, my dad was. He's trying to get into comedy. What? <laughs> he's, get the fuck out of here! No, How I mean, was your father? I, well, he's not funny at all. No, <laughs> I, he's listening to this right now. <laughs> I mean, sometimes he says things that I laugh at, but I don't think it would work on yeah. stage. Um, he no, but I, not trying to get into comedy. I think he's trying to relate to me. You know, 
He's reading you jokes off the internet. <laughs> no, I mean, this, but the problem is he's like really smart. You know, like, yeah. when, I'm like the dumb one in the family, man. <laughs> I'm like, everybody in the family is like way smarter than me. I'm like the, the, the dumb, stupid one that always fails at everything. <laughs> And then they're all kind to me. <laughs> they're like, oh, that's funny, man. Yeah, you think that, man, but maybe they're jealous. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're so jealous. <laughs> oh, man, no, they're all like, they all have like, you know, I have tiny foreheads. They all Dude, have like these you big, forget, like where you full are. Full blown balloon foreheads, man. Yeah. And I got this like little, like, Cro Magnon caveman forehead. Dude, it's, it's sort of water. <laughs> <laughs> so, but he was telling me about this comedy clubs near, near his house. And like he's maybe thinking about going down there and checking out what, what all this comedy stuff is, you know, because I've been telling about it for four years. <laughs> Finally, gonna Google it. <laughs> so, anyways, guy Dave Stone's coming down there. He's doing like these free shows in smaller towns and the bigger markets. He's doing like ten dollars a show. He's doing like one night one nighters. That's cool. And like, um, he's doing one in my hometown. He's but he's not doing it at comedy clubs. He's doing one nighters and like you know cool hipster places and he's got a podcast with kyle canane okay and they're like ten dollar tickets he's probably selling t-shirts and stuff saying dave stone he was on late late show with craig kill craig ferguson like oh wow um i like ferguson 2013 yeah my legs are like cramping up yeah yeah switch okay so (laughs) (laughs) this bed is not big enough and i'm like falling off the bed But, um, like, dude, I would love that. Like, those nights when we get to perform multiple times in one night or the nights we travel to perform. Oh, yeah, those are great, man. Uh, it feels real. It feels like groupies. feels like we're doing something. Yeah. We're getting close, man. Uh, we're going to have to take a really big step somewhere soon. Yeah, like try to get on Conan. Yeah. He's been asking me for years. You know, I'm just not sure about Irish people interviewing like, me, you know? I like the lighting <laughs> on his set. <laughs> You know, he's telling fun. him. He's halogen. It's his co-host I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe Letterman. I'll try to get on there. <laughs> Maybe we should finally reply to that email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Dave. <laughs> I'll be on there. No, the guy was on, on that show like five years ago. Now he's got a Kyle Kinane. Him and Kyle Kinane have a podcast. I mean, they say it's not that big of a deal anymore, but that's it's a big deal. Podcast? No, one of those big... Uh, late night show hosts shows. Well, this is just me, like you know, uh, dreaming and extrapolating from no data points. <laughs> but if you're on, if you, that dude was on Ferguson, that's a big deal. I think it gets a few people in the room. I yeah. remember when Zach Galifianakis came to Little Rock before he'd been on anything, and his credits on that poster. He's the first comedian I ever met in person, and the credits on that poster were uh, uh, appearances on uh, one of like he had like one or two appearances on Conan. But that packed out. But it wasn't a comedy club. He did a one-nighter like this guy's doing at a piano bar or something. Yeah. I mean, you say that to a non-comedian or a non-club owner. That's, that's like, oh, wow, you're on Conan? Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, a huge thing, yeah. And then he he packed it out, bombed horribly. <laughs> Noise. <laughs> Just screamed at the audience for an hour. <laughs> it, was like, it was like Doug Stanhope level meltdown. Uh, he had fan fans. Yeah, but when like eight Hope, people were just pissing themselves in laughter, and ooh. sixty rednecks were really angry about the seven dollar tickets. <laughs> so <laughs> this is a pack of bush. Yeah, I got his autograph the next day. Nice Stanhope, fucking dude, blew my mind. I couldn't stop laughing. My face fucking hurt. Oh, I was gonna put a link in our little Facebook chat. Yeah. Uh, did you watch his? Uh, this is not happening. 
Who? Stanhope. That, that's what it's called? No, no, no. The Ari Schaefer's show, This Is Not Happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Doug Stanhope was on. I think Stanhope was making up the story as he went along. <laughs> and it's amazing. And he's killing and he's hitting all the beats. Oh, I've seen him on that. He's talking about how he, back in the day when he was an early comic, there was this girl he's seen at the comedy club. Yeah, Lorca. Yeah. The, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Dude, I, and then at the Look very, the I think his time was up. His red light came on and he was like, and then the guy got hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at the audience and he's like, I didn't think it was going to end that way either. And got <laughs> off. Like, I think he was making the whole thing up. Yeah. As he went along. Dude, I, uh, I was, I was on an open mic and I was telling the story about the, during the typhoon. Yeah. And there was a, the story, I, I didn't know where I was going. And I ended up on like a, like a, what I learned from this note. Yeah. And how I, I wrapped it up beautifully and i turned to another comic that was off stage and on the mic i was like i think that i think i wrapped that up pretty well (laughs) (laughs) while you were still on stage (laughs) before the cut yeah oh that's hilarious yeah Um, sometimes works i want to not perform at the next uh comedians against cards against humanity you want to not i mean i want to not mc i want to perform i can mc i want to get a new uh i want to get a new comedian uh you could probably get a non-comedian to mc I don't think it takes much work to. No, I think, uh, <laughs> I think that night. No, would... no, 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 no. For, I mean, for a regular comedy show, yeah, you need a comic to MC. But I think that night would have been really bad had it not been for, I mean, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or brag or anything, but I think that like I was really. Because of how I was doing my, I was working my hardest to pull that room up, you know? Because of how, dude, that, there's a lot of reasons why. If, that dude, is, if some normal person had been up there emceeing that, that would have been a fucking nightmare. It would have been a shit show. But yeah. if it was in, say, if it was in Pangling, a non-comedian could have hosted it. Yeah, that. yeah, no, yeah, if it was a good venue. Yeah. And we didn't really know what we were doing. Not that it wasn't a good venue for some stuff. It was just hard to do a performance well, stuff. Well, Wee Lay wants to, he said he wants to emcee. Oh, okay. It's fine with me. <laughs> so, I mean, if he wants to emcee, and then we get maybe Devin Gray. Yeah. So then maybe four of us. And do the panel show, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who else? I'm worried about just the panel show. Like, I think it could be good, uh, but it could be bad because someone might try to monopolize the mic, you know? Uh, well, no, nah, we'll have two mics, right? Right. All right. I mean, if you can do a podcast, you can do that shit. So we would just talk about the top. People don't more fucked up. Anyway, yeah. right, we're going to wrap this up. We, <laughs> yeah, it's New Year's Eve. We're going to go get Yeah, we, we got shit to do. Guys, thank you so much for listening. My name is KLT Jones. Yeah. Uh, you're supposed to sign off to your podcast. Do you have any uh, books you wrote or like TV shows you're on you need to promote? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. <laughs> or like movies or something? Uh, no, because that's com- what I've, I've heard all the people on the big podcast do. So I do that with all my guests. I was on a couple commercials recently. Oh, yeah. yeah. For uh, what's their name? Omachi. Okay. The, the noodles. The noodles? <laughs> yeah, I was a chef. <laughs> and they're going to like minimize me. I'm not supposed to talk about this, but whatever. I saw their commercial at the cinema yesterday. Uh, it just came out. What was the commercial about? Omachi. It was no. It was Huai Lin. Oh, he's wearing an Al Yai, and he's like, "Oh, Omachi." <laughs> it wasn't you, but I said no, yeah. you might be in the theaters then. No, well, not yet. It was. It no, was a but couple when weeks yours ago. comes out, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah it'd be cool. Um, yeah, you gotta dude. take girl- Tinder dates to the movies. <laughs> 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 the, the, the ad comes out. You're like, all right, we can leave now. <laughs> But uh, I wanted to watch Johnny Depp. That's ah, all right. He, he beats women. I like A. Stanhope defended him. It's good enough for me. I got Stanhope's back. Yeah, I got Stanhope's back. I failed to defend back. a woman beater. 
No, uh, I'm saying no. I, I firmly believe that that woman beat herself. <laughs> Dude, you know what? I, I'll say this: yeah. his mom died like right before that whole thing happened, so he might have hit her. Yeah, he might not have. But if he and not, he is known for being a, a drug-addled drunk. Yeah, but his ex-wife defended him. She said that he never hit her, so that counts for something. So he doesn't have a reputation for it. I mean, he should never hit oh, a woman. Oh, I didn't know that. His ex-wife said that. Yeah, he, that he never hit her or anything. It's like a, a dude's mom's a mom's That's all dying. you need. You just need one woman that, <laughs> to be like, well, he never hit me. Yeah, I mean, that helps. That no, hurt. that's it. As soon as I hear that, I'm like, well, he didn't hit that woman. Because if, if you're a woman beater, you're not selectively beating women. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, would be, you would be doing it to every woman, right? And they settled, right? Oh, dude, that that uh, that's she's now dating Elon Musk or something, right? But and they settled like him, her, and Johnny Depp. The divorce? Yeah, they said. I mean, that whole thing. I I don't know, man. If he was never charged or anything, dude, he's not. I don't Did know. you hear the the guy uh, the guy who started Vice? The guy they took off. He, he he's the most recent guy to get deplatformed. They took him off all the um, McGinnis. Yeah, Davin Dav Gavin Gavin McGinnis. Or yeah, something like that. Yeah. Do you know the quote that got him deplatformed? What? He said, uh, um, I, in my entire life, I've never known an instance of a man hitting a woman that wasn't because that woman was trying to ruin that man's life. Damn. <laughs> uh, All right. This has been Ben Better. Be- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just, I hear that and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yes. I've never, yeah, that's. I mean, there are horrible men who hit women, but there are also horrible women that that will just yeah, they will just keep up in the. Didn't uh, Sean Connery get in trouble for saying that one time? To yeah, but he he was like, well, sometimes you got to hit a woman. No, he was like, sometimes he was <laughs> yeah, he was being like, he was like, you know, they'll just keep uh, <laughs> they'll keep doing stuff. Well, who was he? Getting, uh, Isn't he still with his wife though? He's like 102 years old. What, yeah. what, what was the one? Barbara Walters. Yeah. That was the interview. Yeah, dude. And he got keep, away with it. They'll just keep going, you know? <laughs> and you've already told them they got to stop. Yeah. <laughs> just, just like going, he's, 100%, he's 100% in the wrong for that. Oh, yeah. He's wrong. 100% in the wrong. <laughs> no, but at he's the wrong. time, yeah. But I'm saying, like, I've had women, like, you know, hold hard drives over toilets and stuff, and you're just like, no, still do it, you know? Oh, yeah, I do. Like, Tell me you love me. It's a, I love you. Give me my heart drive. It's a common joke among men. Like, you know when a woman's hitting you and you just got to go and hold her? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was that Bill Burr? That was Bill Burr one day? No, I don't think he ever said that. No, he's got that. That's one of my favorite bits of all time where he's like, okay, no, when the first, she's going to swing her. She, they're all women are right-handed. Oh. <laughs> You'll never meet a left-handed woman. <laughs> yeah. First, you're going to raise up that, uh, what is it? You raise up the left hand. And then... Immediately, they can come at right. <laughs> and then, this is taking me years to practice. Yeah. And when he raises that, the fucking theater loses their shit, yeah. man. All the women, all the men are laughing. Yeah, because it's... Women hit men. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a, we're trying to live... We're People pretend like that's not a thing. I've done bits talking about women beating me up, and yeah. the crowd gets quiet. Because they don't want to accept that that's, that's a reality. That's how much things have changed in just 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, 10 years ago, you kill... And now women are like, I don't hit men. Maybe they don't. Maybe maybe they don't. But it does happen. Like if a woman got up on stage and she was making jokes about that, I'd laugh my ass off if it was funny. About her hitting a man. Yeah. Or the dude, if a woman found a way like she got hit by a man and she somehow made that funny, oh, that'd be a great bit. I don't think you could do it now. 
I think you don't think a he, woman could? A high level. Did you listen to the CK set from last night? I listened to part of it. I listened to it before you sent it though. I listened to the whole thing, man. It was oh, you how, listened, you, there's only it was only eighteen thousand when I said it. It was weird you. how he transitioned sometimes. He just kind of yeah, like he had bits. Yeah, yeah. He had bits. It, it didn't flow. I mean, he's working on some of that's old material too. I've heard that in other bootlegs. Mm. Uh, some of it. But did you see how quiet it got with the school shooting stuff? <laughs> no. I didn't get that far. And then uh dude, I had done that bit, the bit he closed on. <laughs> I his closer. I had literally done an hour before I listened to that. Your closer, my fucking opener. <laughs> <laughs> no, because the we it was it, it was like a surreal moment. I was like looking around, like what the fuck? Because oh. I literally said what he said is his closer. I'd said an hour before. Wow. His closer is about how like uh I mean I'm not gonna do his bit, I guess. Because <laughs> it hasn't it hasn't you can do it if they do it on a special, but it's like a bootleg, so that's not okay. Yeah. But the exact same thing had happened to V and I. V and I went and saw the the new movie with um, the new comedy movie, the Vietnamese one, and yeah. it's a body switch movie. Yeah. Except it's like a father and daughter switch bodies. Oh wow! That's... Yeah. Yeah, but but they don't. No, th- there is a scene where like uh, the for- the fourteen year old daughter is in the uh, eighteen year old daughter is in her father's body, and then like there's a sex thing going on with like these two women. Like who are trying to fuck her dad, and she's in the body, and they've got like a gag around his mouth. Whoa! And she's like, "No, no, no!" And then they're like beating it with whips and stuff, and she's like, "No!" And then there's a scene later on where the the eighteen year old girl is in the father's body, and she kisses a dude, like kisses her <laughs> her ex eighteen year old boyfriend. Yeah, but it's her father. It's this yeah. like fifty year old guy kissing this eighteen year old boy. Yeah, that's weird. And then as as the father walks away, they just do a close up of that teenage boy like smiling. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? It was was weird as shit. So then after, uh, but as I knew what the movie was, and so we were on the way, and I was doing bits about that, which I won't do now because they're Louis, but like (laughs) one of the bits, like the the exact same thing. He talked about it at least. I wonder if he saw that. Were uh, you attacking him from the same angles as him? Yeah. Whoa. I think, but no, his. His angle was better. I'll tell you. His, his, <laughs> That's got to hurt. <laughs> Damn. Oh, I was missing one piece. The final piece. He had the final piece. It was the ending. All right. You know, because in most of these movies. Well, you can't say it, man. I'll just drop it. <sighs> drop right. it. If, it's, it's, on, it's on YouTube. Go to YouTube, you check it out, and what realize that, that he was he, he's still better than me. <laughs> <laughs> Despite. <laughs> I like his opener, too, where he's like, it's been a rough year for me. <laughs> Anyone else had a rough year? <laughs> no. That's one way to put it. Thirty-five million dollars. I lost that in one day. So I guess that's the number. That's the amount of money lost in one day. Damn. Well, was it? Do you think he's lying? Well, no, but it was an accumulation of days. Wasn't that all happened in like seventy-two hours? Yeah, it hit. No, because he was in the middle of projects that got closed. So he would have been. Oh, uh, I see. So he, okay. That makes sense. Those, he had like four I'm projects. I'm sure he got all the calls, like everything he was doing. He just got call after call after call. Yep. Like, hang on. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It would have been nuts. It wasn't even him. I bet it was other people in his offices, you know? You think they're calling Louie, like, hey, that $18 million project we're doing, it's not happening? No, they would have been calling and call, like other people. Yeah. But he would have put money up on that because he was executive producing like four projects. Damn. And one of them was like uh, three quarters of the way done. It was like a cartoon show, and they had to close it, close it up in the middle. Oh, those like those are expensive too. 
Kardashian is really expensive. expensive. Yeah. And they're like three quarters of the way done. And that's money he put up. That's a lot of money, dude. His, he, (laughs) he, so he lost more money than we've ever made. Yeah, that's we'll like, ever make. It's like Bill Gates, like one day can lose a billion dollars because of the price of stock. <laughs> All right, uh, let's wrap this up. Celebrate New Year's. Oh man, I don't want to look like the needy one. Let me say like, hey, I got to get out of here, and then you're like, oh, come on, let's keep we talking. We both have to get out of here. We're yeah, both doing the look, same thing. I want to look dominant from start to finish <laughs> as I hold my little stuffed animal. Yeah, right and your better be outfit. <laughs> I won this at the uh, at the zoo. Yeah, the clown give it to you. Uh, I was, uh, they had, uh, did they had, V win it for you? <laughs> the Dude, that zoo is so shady. I've like, never been. Oh my God. They would have cages and the cages <laughs> would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keyword. They had cages and then they would be like, uh, on the outside, it would say, like, have a sign like, uh, mythical falcon from the mountains of, of, uh, like, uh, Mongolia. And then there'd be like a pheasant inside the box. <laughs> like so much shit was mislabeled. A hairless bird. Dude, they a had a reaction in the boar pit. There were pigs. <laughs> like not, <laughs> not boar. They had domesticated they just, pigs. Yeah, they had like, <laughs> like pigs in the boar pit. And the, oh, the bears were so, they, they said they were like Asian, Asian bears, but they were just like retarded grizzlies that had like no teeth and their, 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 um, they had no teeth and like they were retarded. Like a lot of the animals they had in the zoo were retarded. They had like retarded animals, like inbred. You can't say retarded anymore, Ben. No, but you can say it about animals. You can't say it about, yeah, these are retarded animals. Oh, dumb, dumb fucking animals. Down syndrome mm. zooing. <laughs> <laughs> or, never mind. Like right. they were like they had asymmetrical like faces that weren't symmetrical. Like their eye, one eye was bigger <laughs> and lower than the other. Like oh, and the elephants. The elephants were skinny. <laughs> like have you ever seen a skinny elephant? And they had tumors. They had, like they looked like tennis balls were underneath their skin. God, it was sad, man. Aren't those called douches? <laughs> what? Yeah, I think that's what a douche is. Like an infected hair. On an elephant's ass. Oh, like a sebaceous gland? Something like that. Hey, don't get all smart on me, motherfucker. Dude, it was Fine, dominant again. <laughs> oh, no, I have like sebaceous glands in my body. There's a sweat gland. You don't want to end on this. You really don't. I wanted to save these animals. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and the children were just taunting them, man. Like the children just running around like, ah, like the tiger was just pacing back and forth. And he was looking at people through the glass. He was like, I want to eat you. I'm gonna eat you. I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna get out of here. I'm gonna eat you. And he'd stop and smell. <laughs> and then he'd go back to pace it. My New Year's goals, New Year <laughs> goals. Yeah. I wanna make a full length feature film this year. I wanna have uh, 30 minutes of comedic material to do on stage. Guys, if you get a chance to see Caleb T. Jones live on stage, he's amazing. <laughs> uh, he's real good about ending podcasts on time. <laughs> He's uh, gonna make a movie. Go check it out. Like, follow him at what? You got Instagram? Uh, just oh yeah, Instagram. You can follow me the Caleb T Jones and Facebook. Caleb Your T. Instagram Jones. is the Caleb. Well, T. Caleb T Jones is already taken. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I could have pronounced the, but these. I'll sounds... give you the password later. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Caleb T, the letter T, and then Jones. Really funny from Florida. 
funny guy. He'll be on the podcast later. And then yeah. I'll be on yours, right? Oh, of course. Thanks for having me on. All right. and, uh, yeah, I'm going to get that studio set up. Yeah. Awesome. See you, buddy. Bye. I think that one's good. What are you doing? I call Sam?